Are you looking to raise your prices? What things should you consider? We'll talk about that today. Welcome to the Lawn Care Frank Podcast, where we help lawn care professionals like yourself start and grow their business by tackling obstacles such as finding customers, hiring talented people, spreading brand awareness, and much, much more. Now your host, Lawn Care Frank. What's going on, Lawn Care Pros? So today we're going to talk about when should you raise your prices. So the other day I was talking to a friend of mine and he runs a lawn maintenance company here in the DFW area. He runs about 350, I think he might actually be up to 400 accounts now. And he called me up and he said, hey, you know, uh, man, I'm really struggling with labor and I'm having to pay more and more. You know, I really need to kind of look at raising my prices. And, you know, obviously that's a good reason or that's one of the reasons that you might start considering raising your prices because your cost of goods to deliver that service has gone up, whether that's gas prices, labor, uh, cost of goods as far as, you know, your equipment, whatever it may be, you're going to have to do something about that, right? You have to either be more efficient or you're going to have to raise your prices. Otherwise, your margins are going to shrink and you're going to make less money, right? So we don't want that. We want to be able to make a good living and be able to develop our business and, you know, scale it from there. So in my friend's case, you know, his primary uh, concern was labor cost. His labor cost has gone up and the quality of, you know, employees has kind of diminished, right? So his thought is, if I can pay more, I can get some better quality employees. I don't necessarily agree with that 100%, but that's not going to be the theme of this podcast. We're going to talk about raising your prices, whatever the case may be. In his case, you know, his issue is labor right? The cost of labor has really gone up and he needs to combat that by either being more efficient or raising his prices. The first thing I'm going to say is you should constantly be looking at raising your prices or evaluating whether or not you should be raising your prices because you don't want to wait until, oh, I need to raise my prices because I'm having to, you know, combat this uh, employee issue where I'm going to have to pay more for labor. You want to be proactive in this. So you should always be looking at your prices. Am I charging enough? So I did a video a few months ago on how to price a lawn for mowing. And in that video, we talked about, you know, looking at your competitors and how much they're charging and doing a spreadsheet and actually measuring a lawn and figuring out, you know, reverse engineering and figuring out what they're charging per square foot. And using that as, you know, as your starting point as to how much you're going to charge. And in that video, we talked about where you're going to go out and, you know, do that lawn or do several lawns and write down how much it took for you to do those lawns and figure out how much you're making per man hour. So the reason I'm pointing this out is because when you're first starting out and you're, you know, evaluating how much you should charge for a lawn, you shouldn't stop there. What you want to do is constantly be evaluating each lawn, right? On a side note, if you're a solo operator or, you know, you're running, you know, a thousand lawns, 2000 lawns, whatever it may be, it's important for you to know how much you're charging for each lawn, how long is it taking you to do that lawn, the square footage of that lawn, and 
one of the things that I put in is, you know, is this customer a difficult customer? That way you can evaluate things based on all those criteria. So when I had a lawn mowing business, what we did is we had, you know, a spreadsheet with all of our customers and, you know, we knew the square footage and how much we charge. But another important line in that spreadsheet was how long was it taking for us to actually do that lawn? And then another line item, you know, you can set this up in Excel would tell me how much are we making per man hour, right? So we would constantly be evaluating that and making sure that we're in line, right? So if I wanted to go from $45 per man hour to $50 per man hour, I can easily figure out, okay, I'm charging $45 right now because it's taken one hour. And this is a really easy example, but you know, it didn't matter if it's 35 or whatever the number is. You know, if you have it in Excel, you can get that figured up for you really easily. So if I go up $5, I'm going to be making $50 per man hour. Bottom line, you really need to be tracking all these things that we talked about today. And one easy way to do that when you're first starting out is using Excel. So this is why it's important for you to be looking at your numbers on a consistent basis, right? You don't want to wait and, you know, figure out, oh, I need to raise my prices now. You need to really be, you know, checking out the marketplace and see what other people are charging and use that as a baseline to kind of evaluate where you need to be. So going back to my friend, you know, he calls me up and he's wondering, hey, how do I raise my prices for these 350, 400 customers? And really, you know, we got to take a step back. We got to look at the customers and make sure, are we raising the prices on the right people, right? So if I look at it and Mrs. Jones, you know, she's already paying more than what she should be paying or she's in line with what she should be paying. That's not a customer that I really want to raise prices on, right? So we want to evaluate each customer on an individual basis. And the way we do that is by knowing our numbers, by knowing how long does it take to do that lawn, right? Each lawn is going to be different. It's not going to be a cookie cutter thing. It's not going to be, oh, I'm just going to price everybody $5 more and I'm going to call it good. That's not a good way to do things. The way you want to do that is, A, you want to evaluate each customer on an individual basis, and you want to figure out, is this customer paying too much? Are they paying too little? Or are they in line where, where I need them to be? And another thing, you know, when I was looking at, you know, raising prices in my business, I had another line on my spreadsheet that told me whether this customer was a difficult customer or not, right? And what do I mean by the difficult customer? So if you have 350, 400 accounts and you have four customers that are constantly calling and saying, hey, they didn't do this or they didn't do that or, you know, you know you should evaluate those customers. First of all, you want to make sure that you are doing a good job, right? But if you have, you know, eliminated that as being the problem, you know, whether or not you're doing a good job or not. And I can tell you if it's four customers out of 400, you're probably doing a good job, but I still want you to evaluate those things and make sure that, you know, are those legitimate complaints? If they're not, and it's just trouble customers, then you should have a line item in your spreadsheet telling you whether they're a difficult customer or not, because, you know, there's a price to pay for that, right? So if you're charging somebody that's 45, and you know, you're having to go out and redo things on a consistent basis, you're really not making $45.
right? Because you have to figure out those additional trip charges, you know, and now you're making a lot less. So that customer becomes non-profitable for you. So again, going back to my friend, what we did is we evaluated each customer to figure out, is this customer paying too much, too little, or are they in line? Is this customer a difficult customer or is this customer you know, a wonderful customer? So we have to evaluate those things. So once we have evaluated all our customers and determined, okay, out of the 400, you know, we should potentially increase, you know, 200 or 250 of these customers because they're not paying enough. And it might be just $1. It might be $2. It might be $5. You know, again, we're going to evaluate it on an individual basis. We just need to first determine which ones we're going to raise the prices on. So once we have done that, right, the next thing I want you to do, and this is you know, this goes for my friend and this is what I recommend for him is don't just shotgun affect this thing and send out a mass email to these 250 customers, 300 or whatever it might be. Hey, I'm going to increase your prices by X dollars. What you want to do is take a sampling, right? So let's take a sampling, a random sampling of like 10 of those customers and go ahead and, you know, write up your letter or make sure you make that phone call or both and see what the reaction is going to be, right? So let's say we just called these 10 customers and said, you know, hey, we're increasing your price by, you know, $5 or this customer might be $7, this customer might be $1.30, whatever it may be. And our reaction is a good reaction, right? You know, they're all like, oh man, you guys do such a great job that that's not a problem. We understand. So, you know, maybe they saw this coming, right? And out of the 10, 10 of them are wonderful, no problem. So now you know, you know, you have a small sampling. So now you know, okay, this is going to go okay. So now you can go do another 10 and just keep doing that and just don't do them all at once, right? Because the last thing you want to do is, you know, send out an email to 250, 300 customers saying, hey, I'm going to increase your prices by X dollars and find out, oh man, you know, you overshot on many of them, right? And next thing you know, you lost, you know, 30, 40, 50 customers. That's not what you want to do. You want to always do a sampling and get a good feel of it, right? And you'll get, you're going to get more comfortable as you make those phone calls and those things. And also, that's another opportunity for you to make that personal connection. Once again, going back to my friend, as we were having this conversation, one of the things that I wanted to point out to him, you know, before you even consider raising your prices, ask yourself, am I providing the highest quality service, right? Because the last thing you want to do is, you know, knock on somebody's door or make a phone call or let them know, hey, I'm going to raise your prices and come to find out the crew hasn't been doing that great of a job the last few visits. We want to make sure that we're providing the highest quality service before we try to raise prices. You know, a good example of this is a buddy of mine was at a restaurant and, you know, uh, he's been there the last few times. He really enjoys going to this restaurant and the last three visits, he's had really disappointing service. So the last thing he's going to be ready for is if that restaurant, he comes in there next time and they've raised their prices, right? So before you even consider raising your prices, 
you need to really evaluate whether or not you're providing the highest quality service and there's no complaints, right? And this way, it's much easier for the customer to say yes. Another point I want to make, now, if you're a solo operator or if you have fewer accounts, you know, maybe you're just starting out as your first month or or maybe it's your first season, you may have like 14 accounts or, you know, 30 accounts or 50 accounts. Now, if you have fewer accounts, you have less room for error, right? First of all, again, make sure you're doing a great service. But even if you have 14 accounts, 30 accounts or 50 accounts, you want to constantly be evaluating whether or not you're charging enough. But again, you have less room for error, which means it's that much more important for you not to shotgun effect as far as raising your prices. This is very important for you to do smaller samplings, right? If I have 14 accounts, maybe I do a sampling of three. And if those three, you know, I get a reaction where, oh no, I can't do that. You know, you're charging too much already, whatever the case may be, you might hold off and not raise your prices, especially if you lost an account out of those three, right? You had 14, you contact three, you lose one. Maybe you raise your prices on the other two and that's good. You might want to consider, okay, do I really want to raise my prices at this point? Or do I want to get more accounts and more route density to combat the labor issue? And really, if you have 14 accounts, you probably don't have labor issues because you're a solo operator. A better example would be if you had, let's say, 80 accounts and you know, we're going to do a sampling of 10 accounts. We're going to call those people up and we find out that eight out of the 10 customers say no problem. So we know we lost two customers. This is where you'll evaluate things and say, should I do this again? Should I do another 10 samplings? Can I afford to lose two more customers? Did the price increase from the eight customers that said yes, offset my loss from those two customers? And again, this is why it's important to do samplings, right? Instead of just going and doing a shotgun effect and saying, hey, I'm going to increase your prices, all 80 of you, and come to find out I lost 16 customers out of 80. And that's not what I wanted to do. In summary, when my buddy called and he wanted to raise his prices for 350, 400 customers, we went through a list of things before we jumped the gun and just tried to raise the prices across the board. We evaluated each customer on an individual basis and figured out who was paying too much, too little, or just in line. Once we did that, we did a sampling of those customers that we wanted to raise prices on and found out whether or not that was working or not. Once we did the sampling, we were able to tweak the next sampling and figure out, do we want to go up a little bit higher? Do we want to stay in line or go a little bit lower? In closing, I want you to kind of do the same thing, evaluate your customers, do the same process that we talked about in this podcast. I hope this episode was helpful for you today. We'll catch you in the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the Lawn Care Frank podcast. Please subscribe and visit LawnCareFrank.com for more helpful tips and information.